0: This little podcast is a safe space to talk about the movies we love, the good and the bad, acknowledging their issues and celebrating their successes with a healthy dose of nostalgia thrown in for good measure. Before we dive into today's conversation on comfort movies with a couple of weirdos, a quick ask. If you like the podcast and want a free and super easy way to support what I do, please consider rating or reviewing the podcast wherever you listen, anywhere, everywhere, and all of the places. You can also just share the podcast with someone or someones you know that you think might enjoy the fun as well. Word of mouth marketing. I would be ever so appreciative. So I am back today with the weirdos, Jessica and Watson. We are talking about comfort movies. We actually have a whole list of things that we are going to be talking about. I think I'm going to have them on once a month at their game we're Woo-hoo. gonna play that game we've already got the list of things we're gonna talk about today is a wrap-up of the comfort movies month um, so I talked about what did I talk about I talked about la story the mummy I was like what yes. was the first oh. one the mummy and then last week was uh, wildfires can't be broken oh it's just such a good one
1: we will get the artcraft to play that movie we at
0: will some point. get it we will get it We listed every time I am dedicated to getting that on on the big screen because i've never seen it on the big screen Mm -mm. i mean i can probably just show it at the library on the big screen if i really wanted to but (laughs) movie night movie night one time so let's start off with how do you define a comfort movie because we might all define this a little differently when do you you don't have to go into specifics like let's be vulnerable and talk about (laughs) what's going on in our lives but like when do you tend to gravitate towards your comfort movies and how do you define a comfort movie
1: Um, I tend to gravitate toward them when I'm really stressed out about something. So there's like something specific in my world that like I obviously can't do anything about like 24 hours a day. (laughs) It's just not feasible. So comfort movies for me are something that a, I've seen before. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want any surprises. I want to see it over and over and over again. Also something that is so far removed from my reality that nothing in the movie will accidentally trigger those stressors okay. again. So like, there's a lot of musicals and fantasy and ridiculousness on my list. It's, it's sort of that like, th- this is not going to remind me of the screw up at work or my grandmother being sick or anything like that. It's yeah. like, this is just ridiculous.
2: What about use About the same. About the same. I mean, just really, if I'm I'm not in a good mood and I need to cheer up, I'm, or I just need something that will get me out of my head, mm-hmm. that would be the best time.
0: I think I gravitate the most to the familiar aspect of it's just that it's <laughs> it's that comfort thing, that thing that feels familiar and feels. Um, either tied to a memory of a good time when I watched the thing or how I feel when I am watching that thing do you would you consider any of your picks that we're going to go over and I did force you to rank them which I don't often do so we're going to yes. start with number 5 and Hard. go down to 1 do you consider these your favorite movies of all time, or some of your favorite movies of all time?
1: My favorite movie of all time is on the list, but it was surprisingly not number one. Because okay. I, I made a very long list, and then I forced myself to pair that down to just five, and then rank those. And I was actually a little surprised at how the rankings fell once I was forced to mm-hmm. decide, like, OK, no, this one over this one, but under this one. So yeah, my favorite movie is on here, but the, the ranking was a little surprising.
0: My favorite movie is not on here. I think Whoa. only one of the movies I've selected would actually make it into my top 10. Huh. Which I think is interesting. Yeah. It is. And I love them all. And they would be high in the list of favorite movies, but mm-hmm. it's not my favorites. Which we are going to do one day. And I'm going to force you to pick your top 10 <laughs> and rank them. Oh, God. Because it's hard. Ow. Yes. And we should have to do that <clears throat> periodically because it does change. It A does. new movie might come into the ranking. Mm-hmm. That is true. Yep. yep. What about you?
2: Minor. Are- Definitely ones that I love and return to over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know what my favorite movie is. I don't know how to tell do you, that, you know. Um, but I would say then, yes, it probably is on the list.
1: So you need to get on picking a favorite movie. I do. Before That's we do gonna this. have to happen. It's
0: really hard because. When I think of my top favorite movies of all time, it would be hard that they're not, like, to not make them all 80s movies. (laughs) Because (laughs) they are so, the 80s, and, I mean, I don't know, I've talked about almost all of the ones that I absolutely Mm -hmm. love on here. I haven't given some of them the attention they deserve because it was in, like, a double feature episode where I talked about multiples. And so I'm going to get to them eventually. But um, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, you have to have something from, you know, even this Mm -hmm. the century (laughs) i mean that will be fine you can you can find something some all right so our picks we're going to start with number five and go down the row there is a potential that we are going to overlap which is cool but we might not overlap on number Mm -hmm. so we'll see how that goes that makes sense. so watson what's your number five
1: Uh, my number five is lucky number Slevin with josh harnett and morgan freeman (laughs) and ben kingsley like the, the cast list in this movie is insane it's very pretty people these the sets are just gorgeous and weird yeah the, the the wallpaper uh-huh it's <laughs> I almost i mean it's not wes anderson but mm-hmm. the attention to the backgrounds is that level yes. of like, it's almost tim burton wes anderson. yeah it's, it's, it's like a combination uh-huh. of the it's two a different yeah
0: kind of that makes sense almost a gothic look at times
1: uh-huh mm-hmm. but you've got these characters that are Quirky and kind of over the top. They're, they're both over the top and understated. They're like ridiculous, but not like in your face about it. And Lucy Lou running around just being the cutest thing on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very violent and very like plot twisty. So you're kind of just constantly watching, like, this is fun.
0: Yeah. It is one of those movies that I wish I could watch again for the first time because yes. of the twist that you're like, oh, that feeling that you have, like, oh. oh. And again I am not an observant watcher slash reader because I get so absorbed into the story itself that I Yes, I just want to take it as take it in. And so I'm not watching it with such a critical eye that I'm trying to figure things out. Mm -hmm. And so that's one thing I really enjoy about the way I approach storytelling and reading. Um, so I don't (laughs) I tend to like just about everything because nothing Uh bothers I wasn't anticipating anything. I'm like, whoa, that was a surprise. Okay, I like it.
1: Yeah, I don't know that I appreciated it as much the first time. Like, I kind of wish I could go back and watch it for the first time because I don't know that I was, like, Mm -hmm. involved enough the first time to be like, oh, my God, this is awesome. I was just like, oh, Jeff it's cute. I'm going to watch this. It's fun. (laughs) Well,
0: that was around the time. So I worked at the Southport Public Library in high school. And there was um, a circulation clerk that I talked to all the time. And she was a younger girl. And I don't even know how the topic came up. But she's like, yeah, I went to high school with him. I know him. I was like, I'm what? sorry. What? <laughs> and, I, and so she just was this glowy creature to me after that. I'm like, <laughs> what do you,
2: you just... Like you've spoken words to him. So high school
0: Emily could not understand and fathom that in her brain. I would
2: have had so many questions. Uh I was kind
0: of surprised he didn't have a
2: bigger career.
0: I would have thought that he would have been bigger than he was. I mean, The Faculty will always be one of my favorite scary movies because I hate scary movies. But I love that one. But I love him.
2: Uh It was sad that he didn't yes. keep going didn't after
1: the off. early 2000s. Well, he's done TV shows and yeah. stuff more
2: Little. recently.
0: I tried so. to watch Penny Dreadful, and I got through most nope. of it, and I was like, this is too creepy. Like, I really I liked the so first season. Yeah. I
1: didn't continue after that. And I don't. I think it, I was watching it on a DVD, and it wasn't out after that. I'll have to hunt it down and watch more.
0: Yeah, I think we have it at the library. You could always check your local sure. public <laughs> library for any of the movies that we are discussing today.
2: Ta-da! All
0: right, Jessica, you're number five.
2: You've Got Mail. All
0: right. Yeah. Good choice.
2: Um. It is the most one of the most beautiful movies <laughs> to exist. Frustrating but beautiful. Well, yes. Um, <laughs> you know you get Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, and they're just adorable. Even though they, yeah, they are very frustrating. Mm-hmm. There's the whole F.O.X. thing, oh, and which is one of my favorites. Anytime I see a fox, that's mm-hmm. like F.O.X. Yeah. Um, and it's just such a fall it movie. Is. It's so sweet, and you have the. A bouquet of freshly, yes, sharpened pencils. And, pencils, and it's you know back to school, and it's just such a sweet movie that, and it's it's one of those comfortable things mm-hmm. that you can just go back to, and nothing. It can be kind of upsetting. I was gonna say nothing is upsetting in it, but it can he be a little, you know. To her, Jessica, uh-huh. it can. And be. then it's
0: like, "I love you. It should be okay." And she's like, "I thought I wanted it to be you." So like, you're like, "No, I'm gonna be pissed off." I would, and the, I think I said this in the episode. I'd be like, "Cool, I do in fact have feelings for you. You're gonna need to give me a beat because I'm uh-huh. actually extremely pissed off at yeah. you right now." Yes. So just give me a few. And let me be angry and stew. And then we can see if this is going to go
1: anywhere.
2: It would take me a while to get over the, no, you you knew? You knew.
1: (laughs) But that's the problem with most rom-coms, I think. On some level, there's always something in order to create drama. So there is a movie that you're like, no, you don't get forgiven for that. (laughs) No, I don't care how good a kisser you are. Back off. (laughs) I'm going to yell at you first. Yes.
0: Yep. Nope. That's a good choice. It may or may not end up on my list somewhere. (laughs) Talk about that later. My number five is also a rom com. Uh, When I first saw it, I was like, man, that was adorable. And then I watched it again and then I watched it again and I watched it again much like my current um, fixation which is the live action Little Mermaid which I just keep watching and I can't help it um, but my choice for number five is Crazy Rich Asians oh
1: I love that movie I
0: love it so much I love um, Aquafina in it yes her voice can she's sometimes so get to me a little bit but she's so funny in it and so likable and I like the way it's really that relationship that she has in that character that like just was like yeah you're upset come on just come on over and it was like mm-hmm. didn't even think twice about it but you get henry golding and so michelle yo who is just oh the God. most magnificent i just love her um and just seeing that kind of culture in that world that I know nothing about and have no connection mm-hmm. to is just kind of fascinating. But I think it's funny and sweet and cool, and I like all the fashion and the clothing. Yes. And that's not a me thing because I am <laughs> no. not a fashion clothing kind of person. But it is one that I put on quite a bit. It's one of my falling asleep movies too, and I was discovering that most of my comfort movies are those falling asleep movies Same. for me mm-hmm. too. Yep. Which I did not put the one that I typically have on on there, which I thought mm. was interesting. Mm. Babes in Toyland is not on this list, guys, (laughs) from 1960s with Annette Funicello. (sighs) Rumor has it that that may be showing at a local store coming up in a couple months. I'm like, I will be there.
1: (laughs) Here we go. we got to remember to bring snacks and Jessica because we need more people that are us. (laughs) us,
0: Very sweet. uh, Faraday Toys, if you've not been to Faraday Faraday Toys, they are wonderful library supporters and just amazing humans. Um, but it was kind of an awkward showing. him not surprised uh-huh. to. We made it through. It didn't help that it was a silent film. So there was no dialogue. And it's like, oh. don't make any noise. I don't know any of these people. Just yes. be really quiet. I was like, why did we sit on opposite sides of the table? I can't even whisper what I'm thinking <laughs> to you right now. All right,
1: watson what's your number four uh my number four i'm saying so that none of the rest of you it actually is my number four but none of you have mentioned yes and oh, i get to have it it's the mummy oh okay um and again as you guys just mentioned rom-coms i looked at my list and i realized there are no rom coms on my list. There are no <laughs> contemporary, like realistic movies on my list. It. Well, it that is, says a lot about how you uh-huh. move comfort movies. It it's again it's that just completely outside the possibility mm-hmm. of reality. I don't want it to accidentally remind me of whatever is stressing me out. But the mummy, um, I am attracted to like eighty percent of the characters yes. in that movie. Yes. I mean, other than Possibly like the bug guy and Benny. <laughs> yeah, like, like everybody else, I'm just like, yeah, you you can get it. I mean, like you got Brendan Fraser coming on screen, especially once he gets spiffed up, and you're like, you are my. And dream that man. haircut, and
0: then he just <clears throat> walks in, you're like, well, hello, yes. sir. The boots. There's something about yes. the the pants tucked into the boots, uh-huh. which. Is also a feature in 1923 with Spencer Dutton, which we have a
1: fascination yes. with. But
0: I'm like, we're going to need to talk about that. I like part. that look.
1: <laughs> but then you get Rachel Weiss coming out with the fabulous librarian, librarian look. Yes. And then yeah, then um, Oded Fair shows up. and I'm just like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> and you got both uh, both the emo tab and an ox in the moon. I'm like, everybody in this movie is ridiculously attractive. And I need you all to take it down a notch. But as we've, I've seen a lot of discussions online about Brendan Fraser's character in that he's kind of the perfect man. He is. Like he, other than the one scene where he picks her up and locks her, the girl behind a door because he's doing something dangerous, he bows to her knowledge at any point in time where she's like, I know what's going on. He's just like, okay, yeah, sure. Point me wherever you want me. (laughs) He's immediately in love with her. He's just like, I'm actually going to follow you around like a puppy dog. Yes. And it's fabulous.
0: It is. And he stays loyal he through the next two horrible movies. <laughs> and he's
1: just the cutest thing to he ever is. exist. And Brendan Fraser has said he is down for a fourth one. I was like, yes!
0: I want to see it and then also don't. <laughs> like I would love to see it. If they can get things, Rachel Weiss
1: back, then yeah. I'm, I'm in.
0: Yeah. I think it'd almost have to be that he is there. I don't know. If, I just don't know if I could see him try to be adventurous athletic like he was in his younger time and i I wouldn't want him to do anything that would hurt himself more (laughs) than he has already been
1: hurt especially with the like last two indiana jones movies where at some point in time you're watching those going dude you need no (laughs) your knees can't do that anymore sir
2: yeah you're hurting my head a little Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right jessica number four Sweet Home Alabama. Another oh, rom-com. Oh. So job I know well. they're just yes. so pretty, and it's such a quotable movie as well. Um, Do we know? That is Mo. My family <laughs> says
0: that it's probably in the top. Yes. I don't know ten quote movie quotes
2: that we say. Yes, another one of
1: them. One that I can just throw out, uh-huh. and my best friend will finish we'll it. Put on the goggles
2: or. Are yeah, you shitting me? Dog. No, I am not <laughs> shitting you. <laughs> I do not understand this. If you have a baby in a, in a bar, bar? <laughs> such a good, so movie. much good, and I mean, it's so a such an adorable movie, and you get to see Reese Witherspoon in. It's I think really one of her best roles because mm-hmm. she gets to show off not only her Southern accent and that side of it, but also you know she she does the the switch with the, the New York mm-hmm. um, designer, and she's all special and fancy, and you get you get to see both sides of her in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but my favorite part is when she just starts slowly, that Southern accent seeps in, <laughs> and all of a sudden she is full-blown Southern Belle yeah. again. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I just love it.
1: And you get Patrick Dempsey being very much like um, a- Ilsa in the sound of music where he's like, I'm in, I'm in oh, you're not in and you're you're looking at okay. And yeah. he doesn't I like I
0: like that he wasn't a jerk about it. Yeah. He yeah.
1: He's yeah. just he like, lets okay, it go. I, I see what's happening.
2: Yeah. yeah. And you know, when she punches the mother in the face. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Fabulous. Murphy Brown.
0: I always liked the line, "Um, you can have roots and wings. And I think about that a lot that it's like, oh, I want to go it. I was like, but it's okay to want to come home too. Yeah. It's a cool thing too.
2: And then there's the, so I can kiss you anytime I want, (laughs) which is the best. One of the best 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 lines. And that line works better because of the accent. It
1: It does. does. And I I can't really explain why, but it's just the way he says it works better. Yes. I agree.
0: Well, my number four, i do you have it on yours i don't see I, it i don't you, you do have it on yours? i i've
1: got extras that's,
0: that's okay we can repeat because i'm okay. gonna repeat uh <laughs> my number four is john wick i yes. i there are times the comfort that i need is to see people dying violently and i i know that sounds harsh and it sounds inappropriate no. and it's like what, you are you talking to someone about that And yes <laughs> i am but <laughs> It's it's the efficiency, I and I come back to that. <laughs> Have you mentioned <laughs> that part? Oh, not that <laughs> part. Not that part yet. <laughs> but it's the efficiency at which he does it. It's not a bloody, gory movie, which is what I find so fascinating about that particular mm-hmm. series. And actually a lot of the action movies that I really like, they are violent but not
1: gory or... Not blood splattery. Blood yeah.
0: splattery or just almost over... The, that's over the top, yes. Mm-hmm. But it's not... What's the word I'm looking for when it's just
1: gratuitous? Gratuitous.
0: And yeah. and so yeah. I, I really, I mean, again, it's a lot of pretty people, too. Kind of just <laughs> being, but it's more the world that they created. And I remember talking about this, I think, in my franchise episode with my brother, that they create a world and then don't explain it. But mm-hmm. that's fine. You get it anyway. Yes, and so I really like thing. that, that you just assume you're. they're going to get it. They're going to figure it out. They don't need to know all the ins and outs of the Continental and the women dressed in the 1950s garb with the telephone operator thing. Uh-huh. They don't need to know it all. They'll get enough to fill in this the blanks in their brain and their imagination. And I just really love that. So that is my number four.
1: Yeah, it doesn't require... 18 years of ex- exposition. Ex- like, you know
0: what? I'll fill in. Yeah. And It'll it,
2: fix, you, you just know. get dropped into the world and you're okay there.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are these coins? I'm a little curious about the coins, but I don't really need... I don't get hung up on it because he spends the coins. And you're like, mm-hmm. okay. It's a currency of some sort. You figure it out. So, All right. What's your number three? Uh,
1: my number three is technically three movies, but you can say it's just the first one. I don't care. Uh, the Lord of the Rings. Okay. I and one of the other (laughs) themes that i noticed with mine is most of them have music that i really really like because music can make or break a movie for me and it ties in with my emotions a lot so the more i like the music in a movie the more i will enjoy the movie i'm kind of surprised that sahara didn't make it onto my list because that i think is one of my favorite movie soundtracks Mm -hmm. of all time Uh, but lord of the rings it's long and it's gorgeous and there's moments of and there's moments of action, but it's one that I watched multiple times during quarantine, actually. Mm -hmm. When we were working from home, that was a movie I would have playing on my TV. While I was doing whatever I had to do for the library, because I'd seen it so many times, I could just glance up and be like, "Oh!" And yeah. then I had that music going in the background. I
0: put it on when I need a nap. I
1: was gonna say that's one of because my sleeping. I, yeah, because
0: I can fall asleep and then wake up, and it's like, "Yeah, I missed some stuff, but it doesn't bother me because mm-hmm. I'll just pick right back up into it."
1: And you know, I have favorite little bits and lines. So if I'm doing something else, I sort of stop and go, "Ah, he <laughs> Gimli. Yeah, okay, back to work." And, and, it's just, it's very comforting to me because even though there's these huge battles and action scenes, there's something calm about mm-hmm. it, like, it, which seems odd to say, but there's something about it that I'm just like, oh, everything well, the should good be okay. Wins, yeah, and
0: yeah. there's no fear that, you know, that they're not going to win. Yeah, And there's Vigo. watching out for Vigo.
1: you. <laughs> He's fabulous so lovely. I felt so in love with him when I oh,
0: first I saw him. That. That, that Strider I got a big just... poster, I had a Me bookmark. Me too. <laughs>
1: the double doors opening oh, yeah. and he comes through all wet and messy. No, and I'm he's just sitting like, in Hi.
0: the corner of the pub. Yeah, my when, my when they first see him. it's like,
1: like, just like well, okay. Who are you? That, <laughs> that, and One of my favorite moments in the whole first movie is when we first meet Arwen. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And because he, she puts the blade to his neck. And you can see there's a half a second of panic. And as soon as she speaks, he's almost like, yeah, yeah, we both know you can kill me. Do you have to keep proving? Yes.
0: <laughs> I oh, love it. That is also the score. And you guys have maybe even heard me do it. But I'll walk around in the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And I'm just humming that constantly. I don't know why that part gets in my brain, but I constantly hum it. All right, yeah, what's your that was on o- my long list. That was on your long yes. list. What's your number
2: three? <sighs> Practical Magic. Okay. We're going to be talking about that soon, probably. Y- cause yes. Because it, yes. it is one coming. Yes. It States. is one of my all-time favorite movies. I can say that. Yes. Um, I love love Sandra Bullock in it and Nicole Kidman and just everyone. I love everyone in it. Mm-hmm. I love i was so jealous of both of their hair. I know. Yes. I want Sandra like the Bullock hair, hair kills me. Yes. Yeah. I probably know every line. Mm-hmm. I have seen it so many times, which is another reason that it's a comfort movie because mm-hmm. you know you it's something that you know. You can go back to over and over. But it's also such where i want to be in my in my life like it's what i want aesthetic to it Mm -hmm. the
0: coastal town the big house the little the the city the town that you can walk to that uh seems kind of homey
2: i mean even the the shampoo shop when Mm -hmm. she's when she's making lotions and shampoos and just that little bit of magic that's thrown in where where they have their um, the garden and yeah, the solarium. I want to see yes. 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 And, and, you the know, stirring the
1: coffee uh, cup. Yes, and the candles. Those are the two bits where, like, that's the kind of witch I want. Yeah. To
2: yes, when when things. they blow the candle and and it lights, like, just uh-huh. those little bits that just make me feel so I don't know, feel comfortable and whimsical and just happy. Yeah. Did you know the uh, blueprints for the house? You you can find the blueprints for those house for that house. So if you win the lottery, this is happening. You could make the house. If I win the lottery, this is happening, yes.
0: I, there's a lady that posts on Instagram all the time that she makes prints of the house. Like, and I was like, oh, I want to buy one of those
2: prints. Mm-hmm. And I think she also
0: paints it into like the, the thrift shop things, too. I was like, oh, I, I would like that. to do that. Well, I have a number three down, and I've decided I'm changing my number three. Ooh. And my number three is going to be A Knight's Tale, which Aww. I have not officially talked about on the pod. That will be coming up at some point. Um, in the near future, but it is. I went to the theater five times to see this movie. <laughs> it was that one that you just you kind of it yep. beat out Phantom of the Opera by one time. Like Let's I saw see, Phantom four, I saw this five times. Pirates
1: for me, the first Pirates movie, we I saw a yeah. yeah. of times. Yeah,
0: and so I it was, it was different. I loved the combination of the rock music and the medieval times. I was fascinated <laughs> at. As a kid in that particular era and what it would have been like to live during that time. Then you had Heath Ledger, who I was madly in love with from 10 Things I Hate About You and Roar because we I all was were. that person. I watched him in Roar, the most horrible television show that maybe was ever produced. Um, but I just, it is again one that I can quote, it is one that is quoted a lot in my family and it's just it's one of my favorites and i can step into it at any point like if it's on tv you're just like oh well i start here you mm-hmm. know and then i probably will watch it again later in the week because i will want to have seen the whole thing so when well, you
2: have the adorable paul Bettany in you it do. and oh, oh. Alan his Seeing where they're where they're walking and you see his butt and it's like the <laughs> best thing ever. It's probably one of the first movies I remember watching where there was nudity and just being like, oh my god. I
0: think it was my first Alan Tudyk movie. Yeah, and I probably. I just loved him so much. And then I saw um, Death a nice at a Funeral, idea. and then I found Firefly because I found Firefly a little later, mm-hmm. uh, and so it was just hmm. it's my one of my favorites still today. It's probably it would probably make the top ten. And that's best. in this century.
1: So, uh-huh. uh that's a good one we should do no, a whole thing entry, on it's in the 90s no that's right yeah. we, we tried you should, <laughs> should do a whole thing on movies that just ignore historical accuracy for yeah. the fun like, yeah it doesn't yes. need to be perfectly accurate and that. it wasn't trying to be the exactly. ones that are
0: trying to be and you're like oh this no. is awful mm-hmm. yeah.
1: all right no your... it was dirty yeah. and gross back then it's fine we don't need to actually see that i don't want to see the teeth from no no no
0: let them be clean and wear semi-modern clothes dancing to david bowie i am good with
1: it all absolutely What's your number two? Uh, My number two is actually my favorite movie of all time. And it's for a very similar reason from what you just said. And it is The Labyrinth with Mm -hmm. David Bowie Mm and Jennifer Connelly. It's a work of art. Anytime I see it on TV, I stop and I watch it. The music just makes me happy. Like I have Mm -hmm. never not danced around my apartment to dance magic dance. It's just required. Doesn't matter what kind of mood I'm in. There have been multiple times where I have gotten a random text from my friend in Michigan that's just a picture of her TV with like, (laughs) look what's on sci-fi. And we both sit down and we watch it. We both own it on DVD. Uh It's on Netflix, but it's on, you know, (laughs) TBS (laughs) or whatever right now. So we're going to sit and we're watching this together from 250 miles apart. It's just that I have been watching this movie since I was a child. And what I have learned about it is... If you're like me and started watching it from a very young age, you love the movie. Yes. People I have showed it to who are like 19, 20 or older...
0: Or named Valerie.
1: Yeah. they Most of them will <laughs> like it but they don't They don't get it. it. They yes. don't
2: get it. No, I, I'm I one of those. That. Exactly. I I, it's not bad. I do love it. It's not that I don't. I, I, have a, I have earned an appreciation of it because you guys love it so much <laughs> and I now love it too, but not to the same extent because you grew up with it. Yeah. And I can tell that it's not to the same extent, even though I very much enjoy it. Uh-huh. it even it's though it's sort of ridiculous.
1: In the same group with like Legend and Dark Crystal for me, mm-hmm. and movies that like while I watched a lot of Disney, those movies were like the slightly. I wasn't odd... a Disney kid. I, I had the. Like, I mean, the I ages. had the
0: stuff, but I was a Henson kid. Uh-huh. I, my family were Muppet people, and I am still a, as we know, a Muppet person. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Like, to me, Tom Cruise was the guy from Legend for yeah. so long. And I blame, because of many of these movies, Tim Curry, partially from my obsession with villains. Like, you can't cast a villain as Tim Curry with that voice and then expect me to hate them. I'm sorry, I'm on Hexas' side just because he's singing like that. Yeah, I
0: saw an interview with um, Michael Sheen and David Tennant the other day, and they were like, mm-hmm. well, what's some of your other f- most favorite angels and demons? And the first thing they said was Tim Curry and Legend. Oh, I was like, yeah, that is right. he's no, I completely agree There was a, a woman I follow on Instagram Who when it, She lives in LA um, And she's like a, a Disney influencer Kind of thing But she got tickets She got invited to go to the Henson Studios And she got to meet Brian Henson <gasps> I bawled watching this mm-hmm. I don't know if she felt the same But I, I started to imagine <laughs> What it would be like And I just cried Because cool. I was like yes. I would He would be so, like, uncomfortable by my show of emotion. But I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, I know it's not you and it was your father, but you also were the voice of Kermit during Muppet Christmas Carol. You did that one. I need you to understand what that means to me. Which I'm sure he gets all the time because... The yeah. Muppets do mean so much to so many people, but the the worlds they created, and mm-hmm. I mean, it would be nothing without Bowie.
1: Yeah, no. and I I admit, and part of the comforting part about me about it for me is knowing at the end of it, I would have stayed. Yeah, I would have been I've like, seen, no, I've I've, I've seen, seen the real world. Like, what's wrong with you, you, Sarah? Goodness. What in the world? <laughs> <laughs> like.
0: And I get it. Maybe can I have my dog, uh-huh. Merlin? Like, and then I'll
1: just he's doing the speech, and I'm like, I acknowledge the parts of it are problematic. The like the a, promise a, to obey me are, and yes. all of that. A, like, I will is, be your slave. like, this is yeah. But then he says that, and, and I'm like, like okay. yeah. I, I mean, of I course. guess I have a job. I pay taxes. I'm trying to save for retirement. I don't like. No, I want to go live with David Bowie and explode <laughs> into rooms in a cloud full of glitter.
0: And he'll just yes they will just throw me balls that yes. are kind of weird and creepy It'll, and
1: it'll be, be random funny. dance songs. It'll be no, fantastic. So yes, that is, lots that is it's and my, lots my happy glitter.
0: Well, I did cross stitch that for my brother for his wedding. <laughs> that was his wedding present that says, You remind me of the babe, and it went through the whole thing. Yes. Because I will I, we will still call each other randomly. I'm like, Hey Nathan, you remind me of the baby. "What said, And we just do the whole thing <laughs> or we'll do it out in public and I just love it. Mm-hmm. I love it.
2: All right, what's your number two? Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Mm-hmm. So uh, It is probably the movie I have watched the most in my life, in general.
0: Um, It's easy to do. It is. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It is always
2: on TV, (laughs) so don't worry about that. But if it's not on TV, I have the DVD. Um, But I even, actually, when I read the fourth, fifth, and sixth books, um, I was in Texas visiting my dad and my stepsisters. They had just gotten the movie. The movie had just come out on DVD, and they watched it. As soon as it would end, they would just hit play, and we would watch it again. So I sat and read books four, five, and six because those were the ones I think out at the time. Um, No, actually, it was two, three, and four and five. I don't think six was out yet, and I just I plowed through them. I read every single page while the movie was playing. And it would play over and over again, and we just kept watching it. And they were, at one point, limited. They were like, no, you can only watch it (laughs) one time a day. You're driving us insane. (laughs) Um, But I still now, it's probably, I've seen it 200 times Mm -hmm. or more, you know, and I know every single word. Is it your favorite of the series? It is not, Okay, no, it's not my favorite, favorite no. Um, Although, Oliver Wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. wood. And I'm, 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 so, like, I and you say that world. to them and they're like but Oliver, Wood.
0: <laughs> and he was hardly in it, it but was he's like cute. The so he had this Scottish accent. You're just like cute.
2: Oliver Wood. Uh huh. Yes, exactly. And his name was Sean Biggerstaff. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm finding out his <laughs> last name, I giggled for like two weeks. So the age that we were at the yes. time. So did you like twelve say and thirteen? Three? Um, yes, three is probably my, my favorite. favorite. I think
0: I go three five. Yep. Three Same. Is definitely
2: my favorite book because I love the
1: whole bit with him in in Hogsmeade before anybody else shows up oh, and yeah. he's just like gets to be him for a little while yeah. without
0: like... I didn't start reading three had come out the movie had come out and then I started reading of course I was in college when the first I was a freshman in college when the first movie came out yeah so I kind of missed the this is who this is geared for yeah. um, but three, uh, three is my favorite three and then five
2: i was in sixth grade when the first one came out and so i was right at the age that harry was would have and come out
0: about 2005 or six five or six I think think sounds right. right
2: because that came out
0: you know the scene where joey you know hands the book away and they put it in the freezer when he gets upset and friends. yes that <laughs> that was i was That's i was right. sad because my grandma it was our first christmas without my grandma she had passed and I'm reading it, and I it was getting to the I knew something was bad was about to happen. I'm gonna, you know, Dumbledore dying spoiler. <gasps> I was like, by golly, if you don't oh, know. No. That. But so I'm reading it, and I just slowly closed the book, and I handed it to my mother, and I have like silent tears coming down my face. She's like, oh no, and I was like, you need to hold out for a minute, and she's like, okay. Okay, she goes, You need me to put it away? I was like, No, I'll want it again in a minute. I just don't want to hold it right
1: now. My mother walked into the living room and the book was lying open on the ottoman of the chair as I was sitting there with my knees up to my chest, just crying. And she's like, Who
2: died? And I was like, I can't tell you because you haven't read this. She's like, Just tell
1: me. I'm like, I'm not okay.
2: When the fifth one happened and Sirius died, I literally Aww. threw the book across that's the room. Like so there was I I had a chair across the room that I knew it was going to comfortably land in because I'm not a person who damages books. <laughs> but I threw it as hard as I could into that chair because I was so mad. And then I had to go get the book, open it back up to the page, <laughs> and read it again because I didn't believe that they'd actually killed him because yeah. they just threw him through the arch. Oh, like, I was no. one of the
1: people that firmly believed until he the was end of the seventh back. book. Yeah, because he got stunned. He got stunned and he fell through the thing yeah. so he can come. I, I believe that Sirius was coming back for years. Well, my number
0: two... Uh, uh-oh. I just no, I just love it so much. <laughs> I put it on so often it's ridiculous and it is Casino Royale. Oh. The first James Bond with um,
2: Daniel, Mr. Craig. Daniel Craig. Ooh. I just
0: loved him. I went to the theater so- and it was packed. I think I went with my family and it, I mean it was just jam packed. Every seat full and it got to the scene where he was being tortured with the rope and I audibly laughed loud. And my mother was so horrified <laughs> because I was just cracking up. I was like, well, he was laughing through the scene. It was supposed to be funny. Right? She's like, he was getting really hurt. I was like, yeah, but funny.
1: Also, Daniel Craig is Daniel naked, so, Craig so thank is you. you. Naked.
0: But I just, I love it. It's an, I don't know, it is one that I, I will put on... Like you said, that it'll just play in the background, that mm-hmm. I will just have Casino Royale.
1: Whoever was involved in the decision, however it came about, to sure. have James Bond coming up out of the uh-huh. water like a goddamn Bond girl, <laughs> I really want to kiss them right on the mouth. Because <laughs> that is the type of swimsuit the guy should be wearing. Yeah. Like, if you have a body like that, don't wear a Speedo. That's just weird. That, the, like, boxer brief esque thing, I was like, yes. <laughs> I didn't grow up watching James Bond movies. I don't I remember
0: my. I mean. I, I knew of them, so it wasn't. But it wasn't something my dad or brothers kind of watched. We watched the Pink Panther <laughs> with Peter Sellers, but I didn't watch James Bond movies. And so to see this suave mm-hmm. kind of action hero was just different for me. And I, plus, it was Daniel Craig, and I just loved yeah. Daniel Craig anyway. And he I comes out in a very well
1: suit. Once he gets the yeah. new suit, and you're mm. like, I can't even tell you what's different about this one from the last one, but,
0: but it works. damn,
1: yes. he
0: was in a movie that I will have to talk about eventually because I saw it in the seventh grade. A teacher recommended to me, The Power of One. Oh, yeah. um, and he was I have a that because I got it too. when we had the
2: the DVD fairies. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> so it's it's set during you know during World War II. He is a Nazi in South Africa, and so he plays a horrible character. But I was like he just stuck with me he's a very mm-hmm. interesting looking fellow he is not hollywood-esque handsome yeah but there's the way he carries his confidence and the mm-hmm. way he carries himself it's, is very attractive and very so that charismatic kind
1: of that's mm-hmm. how i felt about christoph waltz after um oh, he's just scared uh, the what is bastard yes. yeah because i was like you're insane but you're also fantastic yes, yes. You, you're going
2: to kill me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's but okay. But I want to
0: kind of watch you do it because you're yes. interesting to watch.
1: Exactly.
0: All right, Watson, what's your last pick? What's your number one comfort movie of all time?
1: John Wick.
0: John Wick. Oh, of course. Specifically the
1: first one. Uh-huh. Um, and I know I've talked about this one before. And it's a lot of, yes, I love the world. I love the fact that they don't, like, spoon-feed it to you and feel the need to explain all the nitty-gritty because that would make it boring. But the thing that I truly love about it is exactly how concise his movements Mm -hmm. are. It's not like a lot of action movies where he's flipping and moving his hands around. And yes, there is an efficiency and I I keep coming back to competency. Mm -hmm. Like he has a job to do and he has to get to that guy on the other side of the room. And yes, he has to kill 12 people to get there, but that's not his goal. Like Mm -hmm. he doesn't care about this henchman or that henchman or you you are just in his way and he will dispatch you in the Mm -hmm. most efficient way possible
0: but not unnecessarily no good.
1: because he lets that man the i love monster, francis go. Yes. <laughs> yes he lets francis
0: go <laughs> francis is and just francis like, made the right, right choice he to did. just leave like oh the boogeyman is here i should probably get out of this situation uh-huh. not
1: unlike when um the the big bad mobster gets the first phone call uh-huh. and he's like mentions john wick he just goes
2: oh <laughs> i should leave <laughs>
1: Like, and he straight up tells his son, he's like, I'm going to protect you, but he's going to kill you. Yeah. Like, I can throw everything at you. He's going to kill you. Yeah, I love it so much. And, yeah, Keanu Reeves really makes it work. And I know it's says
0: is... nothing. Like, I, I yeah. know they've counted the number of words he says in the whole series. And it's probably less than 100, but uh-huh. it's just great.
1: But I mean, it's directed by somebody who was one of the stuntmen or like the stunt coordinator on the Matrix, so Mm -hmm. he really knows how to shoot action and that kind of thing. And so it just, it makes the action part of the story rather than like, and now everything will stop and we will have a fight scene. And then the story will continue.
0: In the fourth one, they do have the scene that is probably the coolest Scene I have ever seen in an action movie when they are looking over the top in that yes. building, it made me so sick. It did. I got yeah, so I motion sick watching it. While at the same time, I, I'm acknowledging I have not seen anything like this ever. Uh-huh. Like it was so cool because you're just getting this, you know, bird's eye view of this battle and this fight, yes. and you don't really know who is who, but every there <laughs> was just oh. what's going on, and it was so cool. Oh, it's like looking over a floor plan. You were you were seeing different rooms, and and then I was like, I think I might throw. It. <laughs> yeah, it
1: was. I, think I had I got to close very my eyes
0: because i couldn't stand it anymore but,
1: but and for know. all of the violence in
2: it i just keep coming back to you killed his dog you yeah. deserve it yeah. i mean yeah. i don't feel bad for you i would like to point out that i am the only one who doesn't have a murderous movie on my like, which a, is odd because really murderous you'd be movie on my list
0: to murder someone to try to look for a murderer
2: it's uh-huh. true i would what's wrong Probably. with you i don't know <laughs> Apparently those don't bring me comfort, which is strange.
1: <laughs> no, you'll I just we... listen to the documentaries well, about people yes. disemboweling real humans.
2: Yes. Exactly. I just...
1: None of these people that John Wick killed are real.
2: Yeah, I just turn on the actual true crime stuff, and that awesome. makes me feel better. All right. What's your number one? Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. Oh, that's good a call. good one. So Johnny Depp. Uh-huh. <laughs> and says a slight obsession for me. Um, Johnny
0: 20 years ago? I mean, and that's all you got (laughs) to say, right?
1: Orlando Bloom looking much hotter Uh, coming off of Legolas. Because I remember going, like, Legolas is very pretty. Yeah. uh And I like his character. But then he comes out as the pirate, and I'm like, where was that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I enjoyed his comedic chops, which I didn't think he had. There were moments that I always thought he was the... Just the funniest one.
2: There's the so because he gets to play they, the straight man. Uh-huh. Yes, and the part like even at the very beginning when they're doing the sword fighting scene with uh-huh. Orlando Bloom and Johnny Depp, and there's like all of the flipping around happening in in the the stable, um, and then the actual the his boss uh-huh. yeah, Orlando blacksmith. Bloom's yes blacksmith is like oh looky, I saved the day and you're like
1: <laughs> I will. Uh, Oh, uh, know, Orlando
0: Bloom when
1: he's in Kira Knightley's house yes. and he breaks
0: this thing off the yes. wall and it just kind of sticks <laughs> it in the basket like oh
1: <laughs> I will say Oopsie. one thing that takes me out a little bit is it's kind of painfully obvious when their stunt doubles step in oh, yeah. in that fight scene I'm always like that's no longer Orlando Bloom and Johnny like I can tell <laughs> yeah. I don't expect y'all to be perfect fencers that's
0: in but a lot of movies. even in Marvel movies sometimes you're like "That, I'm sorry that was not Chris no. Evans
1: <laughs> those are not Chris Evans's arms I'm familiar we with We know what Chris
2: Evans's <laughs> arms look like, and that was not them. But yes, so I, I've seen that movie I don't, I, as many times probably as Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, if not mm-hmm. close to, and it is just one that I can go to. I do not have to watch the whole thing. I can just watch it a little bit, or if it's on TV, I can jump in wherever it was. It's very, very quotable, mm-hmm. like all the others. And it's it's funny, but serious, and you get all of the different emotions that go along with it, and it's just, it's Johnny Depp.
1: It's very much an old school swashbuckling adventure yes. film, which and had sort of fallen out of favor for a while.
0: I had not seen no immersive, oh, I don't know what that means, I guess I'll go and check that, it said right here all of a sudden, I had not seen... Adventure to that scale and that immersive—I mean, the mm-hmm. complete world kind of feel. Before. With the big
1: budget. With the it big like, budget. Yeah. It
0: never... Adventure to that scale and that immersive—I mean, the mm-hmm. complete world kind of feel. Before. With the big budget. With the it big like, budget. Yeah. It never that was felt completely hokey. new to me. Um, yeah.
2: That yeah. Even the the skeletons when when the um, pirates from the Black Pearl mm-hmm. are walking through the water is in the dark is one of my favorite scenes of all time it's because gorgeous. it's so beautifully done and they're so uh, they're scary uh-huh. but and terrifying but also, funny. But also so <laughs> oh. funny because they like accidentally lose an ear or you know and then yeah. they, we named the monkey jack like there's just so many different and they things did
0: make Kira Knightley the damsel in distress they did not. They she gave to... her personality and stubbornness and just intellect like she She didn't want any man to come save her. She just assumed somebody would come find her, but it Uh it wasn't, well, I need to be saved. I'm going to save
2: myself if I can figure it out. And I'm going to go try to save them myself. I want to say, I'm going to be the one that saves the day.
1: Well, and like, I'm not going to assume they can find me. So I'm going to (laughs) light the whole island on fire because (laughs) she's smart enough to know, like, okay, I'm literally engaged to what's his face. They'll come
2: save me. Uh, Yeah.
1: My dad's the governor. They're going to be looking for me. Uh Yes. Sometimes she was the only one with any brains because you got Will running around, and you're like, "What? Where, what was your thought process here, sir? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. You just run around with pirates? No, okay, you didn't uh, really think this one through. He didn't know who he
2: was either, so I'm going to slit know, my own was throat. Special. How is this a plan?
0: I hated the ending with him being stuck on the, yeah. the boat. Yeah, I just, I don't know, I hated that. I wanted them together. Are I they going to
1: make more of those? Because they made the On Stranger Things. There's supposed about it, but, to be another yeah. one. Okay. I and didn't see the
2: supposed newest.
1: To be. I did because you got him. He comes back at the very end. Oh, he? so, um He's kind yep. of in it, and then there's insinuations that I think Davy Jones is back. There's something with tentacles, and I okay. assumed it was Davy Jones. I think it's
2: Davy Jones. I they're, they're supposed going. to be a fifth, and Johnny Depp's supposed to maybe come back, but who knows? Yes. With this bunch, so world the way it is and right and now,
0: and his, his court case the way it was. Yeah. Who yeah. knows if they'll do that? Yeah, so. There was some
2: bad press there.
0: Yeah, yeah. it wasn't beautiful. Well, my number one has already been spoken, and I already spoiled it, but it is You've Got Mail. <laughs> I, it is, like you said, it is a fall, like when I think of fall, ooh, it's time to put on a fall movie, Practical Magic, You've Got Mail, Hocus Pocus, those all kind of come mm-hmm. to mind and I yep. get excited about, but I will also watch You've Got Mail whenever. I had a really rough day at the end of last month, and I remember messaging actually my boss, and I said, you know what, I, I've had to, we're at You've Got Mail, territory. Now. <laughs> I need You've Got Mail, and she's like, yes because um, it is one of her comfort favorite movies as well. And it just, it is the sweetness of it, the Nora ephron of it. Yeah. The dialogue is fantastic. Um, as a book lover, you just love Kathleen Kelly and her little shop, and you wish that that little shop was a real thing. And we actually have a real thing like that in Franklin, Indiana, with the Wild Geese Bookshop. Mm-hmm. Um, just that, it's just the sweetness of it. And I actually got a You've Got Mail sticker, the last time I was there, I got the Shop Around the Corner sticker um, when I was at Wild Geese. Um, so it is is—it one—it is one, it is my all-time favorite comfort movie, and I put it mm-hmm. on quite a bit. I was surprised the musical didn't make it onto my list, because yeah. musicals are my comfort place. Dad. I had one. I substituted A Night's Tale for Mamma Mia, ah. um, by the other way.
1: Yeah, when I was first thinking about this list, one of the things, because I mentioned music earlier, one of my alternates on here is um, Pirate Radio in addition to Sahara. And it's yeah, musicals tend to take me out because uh, music is a very emotional thing, and so I'm now very focused on the emotion of whatever the moment in mm-hmm. the story is, and no longer on whatever's messing with my head.
2: I'm just focused on the music. Yeah, uh, I watch <laughs> Newsies once a week, so oh, how it didn't it
0: yes. doesn't make any
1: I think that's sense. That's the definition of a comfort movie. <laughs> there. Newsies is definitely
0: one wrong, that should but have it's been more almost. than just a comfort movie. It's like you no, know, it, it is. is
2: it is my... It's like in a companion yes, almost. It, <laughs> it really is. And it's I really know fun. there are people
0: out there like Suzanne Walker that understand, that have sat here on this podcast and talked to me about it because it is just that near and dear to our hearts. So.
1: And I came to that one late. I had not seen Newsies until I moved here and you made me watch it. And I remember watching it the first time and I was like, Okay. okay like that's that's i mean it's good but it, and then it was like the third or fourth rewatch where i was like i'm in love with this movie like it grows it grows on you to the point where i'm watching the filmed broadway one knowing that jeremy jordan is too damn old for this role and i did not care
0: i watch that one
2: more now than yeah. the disney version i um, just so. love christian bale as I a need baby I he's love, just yes. so cute in it and I watched it the first time. I think it was my junior senior year in high school because, and then, and I became obsessed with it for a while. Like we Mm -hmm. um, learned the choreography to a couple of the dances, (laughs) which some of them we could not do moves to, but we tried very hard to learn all of the choreography to the dances, and then I got here to Greenwood and. I had other people who knew what it was and loved it. This is what happens when you show up at our
1: library. You find... The weirdos who are weird about the same things you're weird yes. about,
2: which was kind of amazing. And then we had one summer where we played it every single day <laughs> yeah. in the teen room, and we talked over and the over teenagers. again. It wasn't just you showed it
1: every day; you no. showed it 24 hours. Yeah, like, it was. It was over. We
2: hit play again, and we, I didn't get tired of it. I we
0: know. didn't take that. it out
2: of the DVD player. We just left it in all summer.
0: So we had this rough and tumble boy ah. who would not admit to liking anything in his life, and I kind of did it just to annoy him because we I knew he was going to be in every day and I didn't have a problem with him but he is was just who he was and he I was in the room doing something and all of a sudden I heard him humming seize the day (laughs) and I lost it he turned just scowling at me I was like we can stop playing it now like I we've done what we meant to to do You have now have it in your brain, and you're going to remember it forever. It will yep. never leave. 30 yep. years from
1: now, you're going to hear this music and think of Miss Emily. Yes, 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 yes.
0: yes. That was it. the goal. That was the goal. <laughs> well, that is a wrap-up of our favorite comfort movies. Thank you for being on the pod again this Ooh. month. I don't know what we're going to talk about next month. Um oh. We're, we're probably it's talking about list. Robin Hood, actually, yes. because that is what I was going to talk about next month. We'll see at the end of this week what my mood is, <laughs> if I'm going to talk Robin Hood or not. I like it. So that is what happens. I did just rewatch the Guy Ritchie one, and I have a lot to say about it. So yes. So it might
1: have to happen. I that enjoy way. that one far more than I should. It's stupid. It is. It's so stupid. I don't and care. I love it so much. Um, so Part we'll of that is my love of Ben Mendelsohn, though. Yes, I do like him. Like, he's just, yeah.
0: <laughs> and and Taron Egerton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We could just do Taryn Edgerton, and I could just talk about him for a solid month. I'd be I'll okay get. with that, too. I'd be okay with that, too. We will be back, or I will be back next week with something. They will be back next month <laughs> with Ooh. something. You'll and never we'll be rid of us. conversation. And that is all we have for today. Thank you so much for listening. Really, it is so appreciated. If you haven't already, I hope you subscribe so we can keep going on this journey together. And if you've got the time, it would be so awesome. Again, if you could just write and review so that other individuals who are just like you, who like random conversations about pop culture with someone who doesn't really know what they're talking about, well, they can join in on the fun as well. I hope you've enjoyed the conversations with the weirdos. This will probably happen once a month, uh, as long as schedules allow but it's really fun to bring people on from time to time and get to talk in person i love to do the planning and talking and deep diving movies with you but every once in a while it's nice to have somebody else in the room so i hope that you subscribe so that those episodes just automatically end up your in your feed and we can have a wonderful conversation together don't forget that you can follow me on instagram and facebook as a bit of fun with emily go
2: have yourself a bit of fun today and i will see you next time